0: They're always like showing guys with like bed sores, and I'm thinking, read. who's Reed? they? <laughs> they, uh, the media, <laughs> the lying media
1: oh yeah I forgot you're a regular contributor to bedsore.org
0: yeah you know my uncle was a veteran oh I see I see
1: and did he succumb to bedsore he got (laughs) that am I gonna regret asking that question
0: (laughs) yeah probably I mean at the end maybe I remember he only ate bananas at the end it was agent orange oh no that'll
1: that's it seems like you would want a non-tropical fruit
0: yeah well, it's like what Reagan said, man.
1: Which time? <laughs> no. When things. he was,
0: When he was like 75% there still. It was, you can't have peace without war.
1: Now, do you think that was as kind of like existential and metaphysical as he intended it to be? Or are we reading more into it?
0: Nah. <laughs> I think someone just asked him, like, what do you think about war?
1: Wait
2: a minute. You're dead. You'll be dead for 30 years.
1: Every day, don't Welcome to Boo ha, ha This is a podcast about ghosts. Ostensibly, it's also about tangents and apparently Ronald Reagan. Every week I bring a dear friend of mine to this campfire that I build in my living room and have them tell me a ghost story. Then I tell them a ghost story. And, uh, and then we go our separate ways. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll
0: see you in four more months. She's <laughs> kind of
1: a bummer, man. I like but, yeah. having a, a quarterly meetup. Yeah,
0: quarterly meetup. We have new <laughs> news to share. Yeah.
1: I have to show you our earnings.
0: Yeah. The dog. When I first saw it, I thought that, did he just recently dock its tail? Because that doesn't seem like Avalon, <laughs> but I couldn't tell.
1: Her happiness was too obvious, yeah. so I just had to get rid of it. You got a great Donnie Darko mask in the corner now? That's for sex. Okay.
0: <laughs> I dig it. You are just a strange man. <laughs> I,
1: do, it, I do what I can. Yeah. I attempt to cultivate a base level weird. Mm-hmm. You seem like you just like rub fabric between your fingers a lot at well, thrift stores. How else would you know? I don't know. This is a little bit of a, it's an early divergence, but in terms of thrift store strategy, people will go through the rack and like look at color or cut or size. No, the, the first thing you do is you just touch everything
2: because mm-hmm.
1: then you know. If yeah. if there's something that feels gross, it doesn't matter if it's the right size because it's gross. If it doesn't have like the right uh, hand feel to it or mouth feel, That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you're gonna want to do is put all the cardigans in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just lick all of the knitwear. Yeah, uh, and then you're and then you're good to go. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it does a little something.
0: It helps. Like, I don't know if the whole, like, Ronald Reagan riff is going <laughs> to end up in the, you know, in the episode.
1: I like... Uh, but it puts you at ease. Exactly. It yeah. eases you at just gently, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're interrogating somebody, you don't want to start by being like, are you still beating your wife? Yeah. No, you want to ease up to that. Ease up to that. Ask them how the commute was. Right. Yeah. And then... And then... They're always... Beating. They're always still beating their wife. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, My guest this week is the fantastic and hilarious Dave Olson. Hello. Hello, Avalon. Happy to have you here around the campfire. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's glowing. So, Dave, you are from California. California. And uh, more specifically...
0: Oakland originally, and then uh, went to high school up in the Lake Tahoe area. Truckee. Truckee, California.
1: Truckee, uh, which... In any other state would probably be the city with the stupidest name.
0: Yeah, it is. It's got the name that like I feel like a most smaller towns on like a like an immigrant route have where like a bunch of people like roll up in wagons and they just start speaking English to a Native American and then the guy's just like saying, I don't know what you're saying to me in whatever <laughs> language they speak And they're like, Ah Chief Truckee, ah. got it. So they just they called it Trucky the whole time, which just means like I don't know what you're saying to me in uh, like Paiute or whatever the, the language was.
1: That's beautiful. And at no point did they see fit to be like, we should probably rectify this grievous error.
0: No, no. no. They already they like put up the memorial to like the genocide that was going to happen against them before they even committed it. It was like he's still alive. Why is say in loving memory?
1: Hey, what is that? They're they're putting up another plaque. Yeah. <laughs> That one's yeah, got my face good, on it. Mm, that's not a good sign.
0: Here lies, like I don't. We're, we're still standing. over there. Yeah, uh, he doesn't <laughs> even know. This is doubly tragic.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Truckee. Uh, I, I I poked around. I found a couple of things from uh, from Truckee uh, uh, up through Tahoe Reno. That whole that whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm going to start out. So I'm going to give you a few options here. So the ghosts that I have selected for you tonight, we have a couple options. First one, Ghosts of the Donner Party. Mm -hmm. Second one, Frank Sinatra and Marilyn Monroe at the Cal Neva Lodge at Lake Tahoe. And then five ghost stories from the USS Hornet, uh, which I think is in Oakland or nearabouts. Whereabouts?
0: Whereabouts? yeah, you got it. Sure, nailed it. Yeah, let's do. Uh, uh, I'm I'm interested in the uh, the Donner, the Ghost of the Donner Party.
1: That's a that's a solid solid choice. This so up until now, most of the ghost stories we've done have been like haunted lighthouse or old native myth. Mm-hmm. This is the first one we'll be doing that is actually a a human tragedy yeah. <laughs> in recent memory. Yeah. So really like a high. I like that. This is, we're going to make it funny. Uh, yeah. Or this will be the last episode of boo. Ha, ha. Who yeah.
0: knows? It shouldn't be that hard. I mean, it was, you know, when you get like uh up when your survival rate, what was it? Something like 65, 75% survival rate. Yeah. That always feels like if you're going to eat your buddies, there should be one survivor. <laughs> Cause when most people make it out alive, it's like, I feel like you had other options. You all could have just held out a little longer.
1: See now, inter- I go the opposite direction where I'm like, if a group of people ate one of their friends, sure, who hasn't eaten one of their friends? A little peckish. That's yeah, fair. Exactly, having eaten all of your friends speaks to a certain uh, lack of forethought.
0: See, I see just raw survivor mentality in that. That was like a, you know, what the Donner Party? Like if it, because I do know a little bit about it. It didn't come to the that tragic conclusion, like all like the lost at sea cannibal stories where it's like they have to draw lots then they like kill one of them. Yeah. Which always seemed like ridiculous to me. Like, couldn't you just wait for the next person to die
1: <laughs> or at the very least, just like wait for Steve to fall asleep. Yeah. And then really. just like whisper, be like, do we want to
0: just kill Steve? I know. Like what's with the pretense of lots? We all know that if like fucking cool Brad gets those short stick, like we're all going to be like, maybe, Maybe uh, this is a mulligan. Let's try again.
1: When we escaped this sinking ship, we said that this life raft would be democratic, and democratic it will stay.
0: Yeah. Let's
1: Shit, eat dude. Steve. Let's eat Steve. <laughs> yeah,
0: but then, like, if it's really democratic, like, you're going to eat Caesar. Let's be reasonable here.
1: At two, boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ghosts of the Donner Party. This is taken from grass valley archive dot uh, org com
0: no I, I, I do know grass valley and expect some typos <laughs> that is a that is a dullard town
1: <laughs> it looks like it was typed by cloven hooves yeah <laughs> just goats that makes sense so if you're fortunate you may be one of the thousand of visitors who visit donner memorial state park in truckee to actually feel the presence of Tamsen donner of the ill-fated Donner Party. Tamsin? <laughs> Apparently she was a 45-year-old British office administrator. Yeah! <laughs> Tamsin. Or should we say
0: unfortunate? Yeah, Quaration deeply. Marks. Well, we don't know how it pans out.
1: <laughs> yeah, hard to, no spoilers. Yeah,
0: maybe the, they can make it.
1: <laughs> the trials that she and the 87 men, women, and children of that expedition endured are ghastly and unimaginable. Just to recapitulate this well-known story. In November of 1846, the Donner Party took a shortcut on their way from Illinois to the gold mines of California. Five months or so later, in the spring of 1847, about half their number, 41, had died of cold and starvation. The winter that year had been bitter, ferocious, and brutal, with record snows reaching an unbelievable 22 feet. The ones who survived did so by subsisting on minimal provisions animal hides and finally the flesh of their brethren
0: that's a funny way to phrase that (laughs)
1: and finally
0: (laughs) is it really like that well known the donner story because i always feel like it gets like a passing i remember was it was like patch adams he makes a joke about it where he goes donner party at 50 but is that like a common knowledge thing do people waste their time in elementary school learning about the donner party
1: i wonder i don't think At least from my personal experience, it's not something that I ever learned about in school, but it just sort of bled through via cultural osmosis. Right.
0: Like the gerbil thing with Richard Gere. Exactly. That sort of thing. We all
1: know, and Mm -hmm. we'll always know forever. Right. You know what? I would imagine if you're learning about, like, the gold rush or something, there might be, like, a passing mention of, people were real crazy for gold. That'd be
0: funny, just, like, without the context. Like, they didn't have time to stop. (laughs) We were making good time. We had to eat the loons.
1: We can't stop. Eat
0: Steve.
2: Mm. Again.
0: This is weird because I have I, never heard the whole story about the Donner Party, but it is such like a... Why would you name it after that? When it was like, for a hundred years, it was just like a source of shame.
1: Yeah. It's it's weird that they've chosen to go that route with it and then keep it that
0: way. Well, like one of the guides was like a weird charlatan character. Like, had like a bunch of like legal trouble afterwards. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, legal trouble afterwards is, I would expect that. Yeah,
0: post- in my head post- he was a charlatan, but really, I'm, I would imagine that you just have PTSD from like eating your girlfriend and I shit. Hate Steve. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that'll that'll stick with you.
0: Didn't like every mom like lose all of her kids and mm-hmm. shit.
1: Like, if not losing your kids to sickness, they got run over by a wagon or gored by a buffalo,
0: right? Which yeah. is, uh. That was like one of my favorite things. Remember Oregon Trail that game mm-hmm. with the pioneers? Remember Very the hunting well. feature, where you just like you would pull over and you would just hunt.
1: Yep, go and just try to shoot something.
0: Yeah, which was like way more historically accurate than like you just kill a thousand buffalo and you get to take away ten pounds of meat because you're already full, which is what actually happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't carry you can't carry a buffalo with you. No, but you need to kill ten thousand for the fun of it. Yeah,
0: was it by that time were they like? Were people still committing atrocities against the natives, like as they were coming over? Because that was like a thing—you kind of like slashed your way to the coast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: <laughs> that's the name of the fun run that goes from Portland to Seaside. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> slash to the coast. Yeah, mm. doing unspeakable acts. Just yeah, atrocity-based video games. Yeah. that's what you want.
0: Kind of get it out, get it out of your system, get it taken care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah.
1: To your question, I. I know that there were still some scuffles with native <laughs> that yeah. feels slightly reductive.
0: <laughs> yeah. They had some run-ins. There
1: were some issues mm-hmm. uh, for sure.
0: They butted heads.
1: Yeah. They, you know, a couple neighborly disagreements yeah. on the road to manifest destiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Back to sentence three. <laughs> story. Oh uh, yeah. Um, uh, The traumatic suffering endured both by those who died and those who survived was so great, says Barbara Smith, author of Ghost Stories of California, that resonances from their experiences can still be felt in and around the area where the group wintered. Smith writes of one woman's creepy experience during the spring of 1988. The woman, only identified as Elizabeth in order to preserve her privacy, started feeling sensations while driving towards Donner Summit. Excited! as if she were going to be seeing dear friends whom she hadn't seen in years. She was confused at this, as she was a practical sort, a history buff, and didn't have any friends that she was meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. I I was picturing her like on a family trip, but now she's definitely in a car alone. Yeah, she's just like a tragic person herself. (laughs) Just old Elizabeth, driving Mm. up to Donner's Summit to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, friends.
0: You're getting fucking like phantom limb syndrome for friendship.
1: that's not a good sign. Why does she get sighted in this? I remember hugs. Yeah. Once at the park, Elizabeth had overpowering feelings of being watched and not being alone, even though no one else was in the park at that time.
0: But he's really driving home that she's a loser here, aren't they?
1: <laughs> she is completely alone
0: <laughs> at all times. <laughs> All right, tell me about the ghost you saw, a.k.a. conversation starter.
1: <laughs> One time I saw a ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's exactly what this is. Can skip this paragraph. <laughs> Fuck you, Elizabeth. Um. Mm. Interestingly, these feelings only occurred at the site where it was thought that George Donner and his wife, Tamsin, had their tent 152 years earlier.
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Could the presence Elizabeth felt be the ghost of this woman? By all accounts, Mrs. Donner was an intelligent, resourceful person who first sent her children ahead to find their way to civilization, then left herself once her husband died. Wait, what happened? Okay, so they say Mrs. Donner was an intelligent, resourceful person who first sent her children ahead to find civilization. How brave. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) send, Send the little ones out into the wild. I'll wait here. Yeah. And then only once her husband died, and she knows that she's fucked, presumably, does she strike out as well. But they all lived. I mean, some of them. Well, not the husband. Yeah, he's gone.
0: It's hard to, like, give a shit when you hear, like, stories of, like, any husband dying, like, 200 years ago. Like, it was a family tragedy when you know that he was probably abusive. Just a real butcher of a man.
1: A little if you're lucky. Yeah, they they rode on wagon wheels greased with the bloods of Native Americans. It's it's yeah, it's you're like okay, terrible grease turns Eat. out. <laughs> it's not what you get no. sticky. Yeah.
0: It's really more. It's it's a and they're a spelt people, dude. You can't get no tallow off them.
1: That's the opposite of a lubricant. It's the
0: opposite of a lubricant. Uh, my conversation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, there have been many others who have had odd experiences regarding this point in time in history. A woman identified as Joan Williams, that's in quotation marks, was hypnotically regressed to a past life by paranormal researcher, Dr. Michael Newton, in the early 1900s, only to have Donner Party survivor Patty Reed come through. So it was obviously Patty Reed because she said, quote, she was eight years old, cold, and in the mountains.
0: Wow. Yeah. How could anyone? (laughs)
1: Uh, Further, okay, there is some fact here. Further, she said she had been carried out of the camp by a Frenchman. When asked what was most responsible for the tragedy, her answer was Hastings, which turned out to be the name of the ill-advised shortcut the Donner Party took. Newton discovered that the lady he regressed had no knowledge of the Donner Party in her waking state. Parenthetical, so she said.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm kind of convinced. How long did you say early 1900s?
1: I think this was uh, this this the regression took place in the '90s. Never mind. Yeah, (laughs) people weren't lying. People weren't (laughs) lying a hundred years ago. Anything that happened before 1900, you're like, nope.
0: Gospel truth. Kind of, you know, because like now they have like you know there was TLC in the '90s. Anyone would lie to get on that network. But I don't know. That is kind of
1: weird. It's peculiar. There's detail there that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, they had me at Hastings. Yeah, Hastings and Carried out
0: by a Frenchman. That's what Frenchmen do. They grab eight year olds.
1: Hello. Hello. I am in the woods. (laughs) I am looking for fur. (laughs) Looking for some beaver. Hello. Hello. I'm back to my canoe. Yeah. I'm trying to find the odds in the back, Company.
0: Was rescued by a Frenchman. In my head, like 150 years ago, if you were in America, that means like eight generations lived and died for you to get to California, that you can make it all the way to California and still just be a Frenchman. Like, I don't understand how that works.
1: <laughs> I mean, look at fucking, uh, look at, uh, Quebec. Oh yeah. They, they stuck all the way with for a hundred. They're yeah. like, no.
0: Yeah. I do not know what you are talking about.
1: I do not like the English. Yeah. A terrible
0: French accent It's not a good one. But you don't even have to do a French accent. You just like it's like a weird, like a like a duck, sort of like everybody they come here to talk to me. Wow 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 Like it's a weird, like lack of there's no sexiness to Canadian, In the sort French Canadian, Canadian,
1: to the nose and then this sort of rising falling cadence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's more like they like inhaled a walnut or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. They become one with the mallard. <laughs> That's Quebec's uh, n- uh, national motto. Yeah. <laughs> Regional motto. They yeah. wish. National motto. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patty Reed had died in 1923 at the ripe old age of 85, and uh, while not a ghostly presence in the normal sense of the word, the essence of her seemed to live on, parenthesis, reincarnation maybe, hmm. in Joan Williams. Then... There's the story of a skier who got seriously disoriented while skiing alone at Sugar Bowl Ski Resort. Oh, yeah. you been, you been to, you know, been Sugar, to Sugar Bowl? I've been to Sugar Bowl, yeah. Went there a lot growing up. Sounds tasty. He died in there? Uh, no, he became seriously disoriented. After a day of wandering about looking for help, apparently he took off his skis, yeah. he claims a woman skier appeared, led him to a camp of people who asked him to do some work the next day for them, alone. When he went back to the camp later that day, it wasn't there.
0: Uh this is a little too brick and mortar for a ghost story it in my really... opinion. You're just hanging out with a group of people.
1: That's w- so
0: I like my ghosts to be apparitions.
1: So a woman skier led him to a camp of people who asked him to do some work the next day for them. And then they weren't there. Yeah. Is the skier also a ghost? I don't know.
0: The Donner Party wasn't skiing. Well, he just like,
1: met a group of people. Hence the issue where I'm like, okay, so there is the the ghosts of the Donner Party, and they appear to be in cahoots with somebody who I'm assuming to be in like a Day Glow 80s yeah. like, ski suit. Yeah, just like a big onesie. <laughs> hey, do you want to come over here and meet some friends? They're hungry.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think we can strike that from the record. This guy's lame story.
1: That's fair. Um Oh god, and then it's just two pages of the Donner Party diary. I'm going to omit those cuz that seems awful. That would be interesting.
0: <laughs> like I wonder what the break, like what the the process was of like,
1: of going from we're in the woods to we're going to have to eat Steve.
0: Yeah. But they sent wait, they sent some kids out to find civilization, which means they could have all gone, couldn't they? Unless the children are small and they walk on the snow.
1: I like the idea that they're like, no, we'll just we'll just wait. Yeah, we'll wait this out.
0: We got plenty of meat. He's like, I'm still alive. We'll have
1: <laughs> plenty of meat. Go back to tenderizing yourself. <laughs> Quit pouring water on me. It's nighttime. In the Wikipedia article, the section is claims of cannibalism.
0: Oh, we got like a revisionist history.
1: Apparently. provide inconclusive evidence of cannibalism none of the bones tested and the cooking
0: that is something that you would like use to throw at people' like now if like we ate people to survive that's like a feather in your cap on like you know your bear grills certification but back then that would just meant like you weren't a Christian
1: yeah at this point it's like I had to cut off my arm and eat it oh yeah. well you made it good mm-hmm. for you.
0: Well, you could get a little bit wilder with slander back in the day. Like, didn't they call like Taft a pedophile? Like, didn't did, like, didn't Roosevelt do that to
1: him? <laughs> they probably just didn't have a word for fat. Oh yeah, like, yeah. They didn't know. Like, what
0: is he? They're just like trying to piece it together. I don't know, but I'm not letting my kid around him. him. Interesting. It was great. They all just called him like a fruit for playing golf. Like <laughs> that was just like the worst thing you could do as a man.
1: So okay, apparently there is. There's some. There are. There are. Some differing schools of thought as to whether or not anybody was actually eaten, which is hilarious. And they have uh, schools of thought, like, didn't everybody that came back just agree that they
0: were eating people, or did some of them deny it?
1: I don't know. I'm assuming they had, like, well. I keep asking you, like, yeah, <laughs> like, you just know all this shit. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's fucking find out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say. Not entirely clear (laughs) as to how this all shook out, but uh, apparently there was some uh, uncertainty when they got back. Because I think this became national news
0: when it was like the trial that happened afterwards. Yeah. That was like the salacious thing. So maybe it was like a, a, you know, like a slander thing. Like one person said they were eating people, the other one's like, we never did that.
1: Sure, yeah. One person was just like, "We ate them all. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, the one like fucking Edward Snowden of the <laughs> Donner Party. That's odd.
1: Yeah. What kind of uncertainty can <laughs> you have? <laughs> well, where did the other ones go, and mm. why are you all chunky now? Yeah, it was like a don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> just Was it Squirrel? No longer hungry. Don't ask. I like that this article is broken up by, like, there's the article and then a section at the beginning that's just the gist. <laughs> yeah. So, evidence reveals what the Donner Party ate during their final days of being snowbound in the Sierra Nevada. After eating the family dogs and other animals, some members ate bones, hides, twigs, and string. Human bones were not recovered, but researchers believe some Donner Party members may have resorted to cannibalism. No human bone was identified in the fragments analyzed from the extensive bone sample at Alder Creek, but researchers conclude that, quote, some Donner Party members participated in cannibalism. So there doesn't seem to be evidence for it, but they think that they did. It sounds like salacious journalism. I, wondered, fake I wonder. Fake news. It's fake fun. news. We think that our fake news is bad. Yeah. Dude. Imagine if he was like Hillary Clinton ate a baby. It's, it's not far off. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty, pretty fucking close. I guess, yeah, according to our fake news, she yeah. did something else to a baby in the basement of a pizza place. So I, I'm fascinated by the fact that we've heard some kind of vaguely noncommittal ghost stories and now are uncertain as to whether the Donner party happened. Yeah,
0: which makes the ghost stories much more interesting. Yeah, it could. I don't know. I like throwing it to young because I also don't know what I'm talking about, but you could just bring it there. It's the collective unconscious. Like You get like a big manifestation on just what everyone believes at the time.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: Yeah. I got really into young for a minute. And then I was like reading something where he claimed that like at the middle of like a dinner party, he was, uh, he was hanging out with some friends. He's Like who knows? Spooky things happen when you think spooky or just something, you know, lame and ethereal. And then he said that his, his Oak table just broke in half just out of the blue. table I was like, Oh, so he was just a liar. Why don't they put this in like the very short introduction book that I read about him?
1: Like, <laughs> I don't know. So that is, that is the Donner party. I feel like we didn't get really ghost stories there. No, but we got to the
0: bottom of it. And isn't that what's really important?
1: <laughs> that was a, a fantastic. So, go, like going back to the actual story, I think they just said someone occasionally saw something or felt something and then there was Ghost Camp.
0: Yeah, there was yeah, there was that was definitely the weak link in their evidence.
1: I'm going to say I think Ghost Camp was the most compelling of them. Oh yeah. Just in terms of like a ghost story that I would like to hear around a campfire. I don't want to hear about sad-ass Elizabeth going up to, you know, have her sad little vacation and being like, I oh, felt yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, just looking for something to say at the fucking break room.
1: <laughs> but, no, yeah, you come into a clearing and there's a group of people and they're like, Did you come back in the and they're Then you go away and you come back and they're gone. That's eerie. That is eerie.
0: But I also know uh, people that get lost at ski resorts are usually on a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs>
1: That's that's fair. I like the idea that the camp he found was just a McDonald's. Yeah. He's just in an elementary school. Like, could you leave? I'll get help. I'll come back tomorrow. No, don't come. Please leave. I will save you. The skier brought me here. Yeah. He's just pointing at a coyote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Avalon. And this week, Boo is brought to you by the Placer County School Board Placer County is perhaps best known for the grim fate that befell the Donner Party and the nightmarish atrocities that they committed here in our picturesque mountains. But today, I'd like to talk to you about a different kind of nightmare. One that faces the children of Placer County every year between the months of November and April. Did you know that every year more than a hundred shroomed out skiers and, more likely, snowboarders have to be forcibly removed from school premises by Placer County Police? Their reasons for being there are diverse. Some accidentally wander onto school grounds while looking for the ski lift. Some are guided by coyotes, squirrels, or other indigenous wildlife. And some, having mistaken Placer County's beautiful municipal architecture for the isolated winter encampment of the Donner Party, assume that they have found their way backward in time and attempt to help those doomed souls before they succumb to cannibalism, allegedly. Whatever the reason, it has to stop. It's costing the county, the taxpayer, and more importantly, scaring our children and our coyotes. So we implore you, write to your elected representatives, and this year, when you go to the polls, vote yes on Proposition 3B to dig a series of elaborate ski-proof moats around our schools and ski resorts. Thank you. Um, Alright, well, now it is my turn to, to select a, a ghost story. And I think I'm going to do five ghost stories from the USS Hornet.
0: Was the Hornet, is that the one that's like docked in the bay?
1: I believe it is. I Let's... think we did
0: a tour of that in elementary school.
1: Yes. So the the USS Hornet appears to be moored in the harbor. Ah. Uh, oh, it's in Alameda. Alameda? Yeah, that there makes you sense. go. Yeah, perfect. Oh, so wait, it's in Alameda. It's there with the uh, the one from Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home, where they're trying to get the whales.
0: No. Nope. Oh, uh, the whale reference I get. Yeah. Movie, I don't. I don't
1: they're trying to get the whales, and they have to go to a a moored nuclear powered ship and it's the enterprise uh, they have to collect quote unquote stray photons from the reactor in order to recrystallize the dilithium crystals on the bird of as prey you will yeah phase. so that's, yeah. that's uh, probably
0: yeah, where you realize i don't know how to read <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so there were Here, so can open up
0: reader view. the internet is rife with uss hornet ghost stories here are five cold from the website USS Hornet ghost stories. Probably didn't need to read that part.
1: <laughs> that's, I feel like that's a good introduction yeah. to have, though.
0: The Dress White's Ghost. I was volunteering on the USS Hornet with a group of my fellow U.S. Coast Guardsmen. We were painting a compartment, and a few of us were wearing white Tyvek paper suits. When our paint started running low, I went off in search of the Hornet workers who were supplying our paint. And I got lost in the process.
1: Now, just at the outset, I'm picturing like just like five guys wearing white jumpsuits. Is this a story about someone mistaking one of their friends for a ghost? I I mean,
0: (laughs) it's got all the hallmarks of just mistaken identity. You've got paint fumes. You've got white suits.
1: (laughs) Horny at sea.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, just sexual (laughs) frustration. It's like everyone looks like both like a vagina and a big ham.
1: The top of his head looks, oh boy, the hat.
0: (laughs) As I wandered the passageways, I came off a side passage into the starboard main passageway, one deck below the hangar deck. I saw what I thought was one of my coworkers stepping off the main hall into a side passage about 25 feet away from me. I called out to him, and he kept walking, and when I got to the hall he stepped into, there was a chain blocking the entrance, and it was an empty compartment. Needless to say, I was confused but I kept walking and eventually found my way back to the room we were painting. When I saw the co-worker I thought I had seen earlier, I mentioned to him that I had called to him in the passageway, but he told me that he hadn't left the room for about an hour.
1: Oh Lord. Paint fumes.
0: Yeah. Later, when I mentioned this to the Hornet employees, one lady said that I had seen the dress-white ghost. Apparently, an apparition of a sailor wearing his dress-white uniform. Bob E.,
1: Oh, okay, I feel like I have a couple notes. Yeah, the first one being think of a better name for your ghost. Yeah, the dress white ghost <laughs> makes it sound like it's a it's a mascot for like 1950s era out. Yeah, exactly. Just like some weird borax product. <laughs> dress white. Yeah, it'll bleach your eyes.
0: Oh, that's right. Dress whites. You know, it's like the officer in a gentleman show. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, the rescuing a, a laundry lady outfit. <laughs> It's the, I'm about to impregnate a 17-year-old outfit.
1: The two directions we go with it, that's your take on it, and I was going to say the kind of naval uniform you're only allowed to wear when you're doing something chivalrous. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It> is chivalrous.
0: Because <laughs> you rescue her six weeks after you knocked her up. You're doing the right thing. Yeah, you knocked her up on Fleet Week, and you actually answered the letter she sent you.
1: This isn't like a, uh, a Willie Nelson at the County Fair thing. No. He's <laughs> never coming back. Yeah. Uh, all right, well that's that's uh, that's a that's a solid ghost story. Yeah, it's there. fair. I like the idea that the the primary barrier for why he couldn't have gone down that hall was that there was a chain there. Yeah, I know. Like he couldn't you have stepped, couldn't over, have stepped over,
0: it. over it. It's impossible. It was an empty empty corridor. Not
1: in a Tyvek jumpsuit.
0: Yeah. What is, like, that sounds
1: like... Tyvek is a miraculous invention created by the DuPont Corporation. Ah. And uh, whenever they're reciting a house, you'll see... Uh, oh, yeah. The, there tyvek.
0: you go. Know. Okay, yeah, yeah. This, the anti-weather shit they put down before mm-hmm. they're done framing it up and
1: all that shit. This all podcast brought to you by good. the DuPont Corporation. Corporation. Yes. <laughs> Responsible for warm homes and birth defects since 1945. Does your mom have weird little arms that don't bend right? <laughs> DuPont! Yeah. Is your finger-to-hand
0: ratio slightly (laughs) off? Whatever.
1: (laughs) Is the only costume you could wear for Halloween a velociraptor? (laughs) Dupont!
0: Ghost story number two from the USS Hornet. My husband and I went with my aunt to tour the USS Hornet. At the end of the day, when the tours were closing down, my husband dragged me into a section of the ship that was obviously not open to tourists.
1: Now... Right at the outset. trying to fuck. Totally. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, dude. Why cool. don't you go just, like, drop a load at the fucking <laughs> Vietnam Memorial, <laughs> you fucking monster. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: The hallways were dark. The side rooms had bed frames tossed into them. Debris was strewed. Strewed. <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Strewed all
1: over. Oh, I think it is strewn. Kathleen, but, Kathleen yeah. needs to go to school.
0: I was getting nervous we would either get lost or get into trouble for being in a section that was closed suddenly a full uniformed officer came from around the corner i knew for sure we were in trouble he walked past us he never made eye contact no acknowledgement of our presence whatsoever he then turned into one of the rooms about 10 feet ahead we followed behind him and when passing the room we went into again piled high with bed frames and whatnot he was gone i told my husband he had to get out of here just then, my camera crashed to the floor. The camera came apart from the strap. I have owned this camera for eight years. Never before and never since has the camera come off the strap. Well, that's proof. Yep, there you go. That's... I think back now, and I think what set off alarms was the lack of air movement as he walked by.
1: What, what, you think, what do you think? That seems like something you would notice in the moment. Yeah, like like
0: in retrospect. It's not really like, a, like my recall.
1: I suppose the, there wasn't any air movement.
0: Yeah, I would be more surprised by your camera violently coming undone.
1: I would be more surprised by the fact that he walked into a room that you can't walk into.
0: Yeah. Hey, did you notice that lack of breeze?
1: It was very still in here, Kathleen. God, we need to book
0: it. Jesus! I think back now, and I think what set off alarms was the lack of air movement as he walked by, and no acknowledgement we were even there. I truly believe we saw a ghost. I think you just encountered a, a murderer, like a military murderer <laughs> that is, couldn't give less of a shit that you were there.
1: I like the... So, because the Hornet is just... I mean, it's obviously it's just there in in yeah, the harbor. harbor it's, yeah. it's It's been decommissioned, so there's no... It's not doing anything. Mm. Uh, you could probably make a... You could probably scratch out a reasonable life for yourself below deck. Oh, just like kind of stowing away? Yeah. Yeah. Creep out? No, like you, you'd probably learn the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean they do tours
0: of it all the time, and they even have like they have like VR setups in there where you can like pretend to be on like a flight
1: deck. Yeah, and shows like that every time you got to go out, you just merge into the crowd and you wait for the next tour. You come back in, mm-hmm. sneak back.
0: If you walk in, if you're like slightly older and you have like a hokey military uniform, no one's gonna call you out.
1: Oh sure, yeah.
0: If you're Yes, assume you're grieving
1: it puts it puts this ghost story and the last ghost story into a slightly different light if we assume that both of these ghosts in uniforms are just hobos, yeah, like, he did smell like soup <laughs>
0: thoroughly uncompelling
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> These stories so far,
1: part of the charm of this whole setup is that most ghost stories are not very good no you want you want somebody who can really throw some of that are you afraid of the dark dust on that fire mm-hmm. and just get shit going
0: yeah so cryptic comment I was on a sleepover along with a friend her mom and my mom oh uh, I thought with my friend I thought she was talking about her mom and my mom were a friend and... <laughs> with my friend yeah my mother <laughs> yeah with my friend <laughs> is this a li- is this Elizabeth mother. from the Donner Party story yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, my only friend mom <laughs>
0: she's just like fingering a locket of hair <laughs> uh. All right. So I was on a sleepover along with a friend Her mom and my mom I thought it would be normal Already, no, you're having a sleepover With your parents (laughs) What's wrong with you, you homeschooled (laughs) Whatever, I thought it would be normal I was wrong I had just turned out my reading light I was on the third bunk My friend was sleeping beside me But nobody was under me I tried to go to sleep I felt three pushes below me like I was being woken up So I got up I looked around and I saw a white light in the corner and saw two sailor ghosts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, like I a couple. I mean, f- first off, I can think of nothing more terrifying than being on a bunk bed where you know nobody is beneath you. Yeah. And then just getting that the from below kick. Yeah. Where you're just oh gonna God. to Bump yeah. up like oh
0: God. That fucking sleepover like just annoy your friend kick. Yeah. I'm more. Tickled by the fact that she woke up and saw two dudes, and she her first thought was ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> and, and not a, a horror is about to occur. But, uh,
1: it it belies a certain yeah, optimistic, which is what you look for as, <laughs> as, a, as a ghost
0: as a ghost sailor,
1: as a as a hobo living beneath the decks <laughs> yes, of the USS really corner, hope for just preying a, on people having a
0: gentle spirit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm. Also troubled by the fact that they're just doing sleepovers in a decommissioned battleship.
0: It sounds like a rager. You're just sitting there reading in a bunk bed. (laughs) 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 I hope it wasn't like written immediately after this occurred. Like this should be like a retrospective where you call it like where you look back fondly. Because if she was like 17 and writing like fondly about this, you know that she has just like lusterless hair. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just
1: hasn't been brushed. To call it mousey would be doing <laughs> yeah. a disservice to the animal uh, kingdom. <laughs> yeah.
0: How are those jeans, but also sweatpants? Good Lord. She did it. So let's see.
1: Just uh, a, a denim jacket with Mickey Mouse on the back. Sailor, I love that. I saw two sailor ghosts. One
0: said to the other, Watch that one. Ooh. This is not... This is... Yeah, they are ghosts. Yeah. Run! Watch that one. First, I pinched myself. It hurt. Unfortunately, I was the only one awake, so nobody else saw.
1: Is that where the story yeah, ends? Yeah, that's where the story oh, ends. <laughs> yeah. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
0: and then I felt a ghostly hand over my mouth.
1: Oh, just the most... Unsettling way you can end a story. Yeah.
0: So that's my ghost story. <laughs>
1: just imagine telling that to Tears your friend. Tears running down your face. Yeah. Why are you crying? I don't know, ghosts. <laughs> oh man. To, to end a story with, unfortunately, I was the only one awake, so nobody else saw. Uh, it's that's not a ghost story. No,
0: that was just a, tr- a, a tragedy.
1: That's <laughs> that this was is a personal tragedy. Again, this. If this has taught us anything, it's that the USS Hornet needs to have some sort of hobo suite. <laughs> yeah, really. Just go through and comb out the weirds mm-hmm. before you have sleepovers. Yeah. <sighs>
0: no, you're like riding the rails, but they just bring the they just bring them to you.
1: <laughs> it's like being the tunnel. Yeah.
0: Uh, they'll come to you. Yeah, but clearly this should be sending up red flags. I wonder what like the time span is on this. Because they should like if you have a bunch of ghost stories on just like a like government property, it's like you should probably just assume that you, you have like stowaways.
1: You've got an infestation. <laughs> yeah. <is> what's yeah?
0: <laughs> the haunted Social Security building. Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
1: The next one looks Very ridiculously short.
0: short. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. I like how they were just honest. Like this isn't so much a ghost story; it's just a passing comment. Passing comment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Dad was lying on his rack and a guy walked up and told him, I used to sleep there and walked away. Never saw him after that. <laughs> Bo,
1: he's on his rack so there it's another sleepover. Yeah, what is going on here? This is like <laughs> Alcatraz? Like Yeah, so that seems like a bad idea just from the get-go. Yeah. It just seems lame. Uh, I mean, this you is know, like an b- Indiana vacation. <laughs> is that a is that a phrase?
0: <laughs> in indiana, yeah, indiana vacation that's just like what they would do was Just like let's go to san francisco what do you want to do like let's sleep
1: on a battleship for two nights it's like
0: ugh. i don't <laughs> know how to have fun in a city
1: i want to be cold and wet yeah. it's dark and there are cockroaches yeah. which also
0: just sounds like a guy like they didn't even there's nothing they did they didn't even ghost it up for us
1: if i was going to go to if i was on a sleepover in a battleship I would probably spend at least an hour or two walking past bunks and just whispering, I used to sleep there. Yeah. It's um, the only fun thing you can do on a battleship other than, you know, go creep out some kid who's reading The Hobbit. That's a reference to the last story. Yeah,
0: yeah I don't know, dude. I would probably just like go to town on the continental breakfast and then just get the fuck out of there. You mean
1: hard tack?
2: Yeah, hardtack. <laughs> yeah, uh, ship biscuits mm uh,
1: gross
0: yeah weird camera troubles I went to the USS Hornet with a couple of my friends we went to see if we could find any ghosts so we took a video camera my camera was fully charged when we went into the place where they did surgery my camera all of a sudden shut off and said low battery powering off I thought that was odd me and my friends felt cold air going past us we were scared out of our minds So we ran to the flight deck, and I tried to turn on my camera. It was fully charged and running normal. When I was watching the tape, I slowed it down before the part where the camera turned off. I could see a light white figure in the corner. But when I was in the room, I had seen nothing. (gasps) Elizabeth. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I'll give him that one.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's good. I intrinsically am pretty on board with... uh... Any kind of a ghost story where it fucks with a machine.
0: Yeah, I get like an EMP or yeah, EMP yeah. pulse or whatever. My, that's my, more compelling.
1: My parents have a uh, uh, a haunted cottage, and uh, every time you go there, appliances and like portable DVD players, phones, anything that relies on a battery will just drain incredibly quickly. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, that's it's a it's a thing that is. I was about to say. It's a known thing. <laughs> I'm going to revise that and say it is a commonly held belief that ghosts feed on electrical energy from the atmosphere, which is why you get like flickering lights, right? That kind of thing. Huh. So they're just eating your phone.
0: I kind of buy into that. I feel like if like if we go in too much deeper and explain why all that stuff's happening, uh, you know,
1: mm-hmm. I mean to 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 the degree that. Uh, that I'm gonna believe in any kind of a ghosty thing. Ghosts affecting electrical equipment, sure. Mm. It seems like they would. It doesn't seem right to me. In Insofar as that ghosts should somehow be divorced from the technical. Yeah. Yeah, that's. They I, should be. They should be. <laughs> that made it sound like you were, like, setting a hard line for Ghosts. Like, they should be. They shouldn't be fucking with our shit.
0: To a degree, also, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, God of the cracks, when it just becomes like a mundane thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like.
1: There's something less spectacular. Well, you get that problem with like Ghost Hunters, where it's one thing if somebody's got like a a cup on a Ouija board or something, or they're holding a dousing rod, but it's another when they're like, I have the spirit box. It cycles through radio frequencies and, and stops occasionally, and you're like.
0: Yeah, I have always been curious. Like when you hear, like when they leave the recorder in a room, and it's like, but it always does sound like language. Yeah, but is that just us, like putting things on it?
1: Are we trying to pattern seek? I, I'm, I may be talking out of my ass. Sometimes when those are analyzed, it doesn't have the the frequency that you would associate with a human voice. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's the kind of thing that would appear to be like generated by like a computer or something. Where it's like, oh really? But and not saying that it's fake, but just like it's not stemming from human vocal cords. Yeah. Um, nothing is scarier. Like, if, have you ever just gone and listened to any EVPs? Yeah, yeah, they're fucking terrifying. They really are. So horrifying. Yeah. Just and the idea that it could be happening now. Like, you could, you wouldn't hear it in the room. You have to like go and analyze the the tape to actually right. get it. Ugh, I don't like the idea of a ghost being near me and not knowing it.
0: No, I don't care for that. I mean, I remember like after my dad died. I don't like I. I remember there was like uh you know give me a sign moments sure or then like you know the the light flickers and stuff but i've also definitely like wished for something and then like just kind of give it a little <laughs> <laughs> just blow off camera because i wanted to believe and i had myself convinced i was like oh, it's a thing sure you know it's like yeah i don't know
1: if ever there has been a more perfect segue into the final segment of this show, I couldn't. I couldn't wish for one. Do you have any personal ghost stories or spooky experiences? Spooky experiences. I suppose I should have told you about this in advance. Yeah, just yeah, not, I just going to think about it for a second. Oh, I do have one. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me your spook stories. Okay.
0: So this one actually fits in pretty well with like the theme of these ghost stories that we've read, where there's a very mundane explanation, <laughs> but the I prefer to go with the spooky version of it because it also makes sense. Both, you know, the the simple explanation is also extremely troubling, but the you know the ghost would be more comforting to believe because it would mean <laughs> I was like safer in my home if it oh, was a ghost. No. But yeah, no, I was. <laughs> We lived in Oakland. We lived in like, it was like a very old house. And we had like the, the third story of the house was just a, uh, was like one bedroom that had like windows wrapped oh, around sure. it.
1: Oh, sure. Like that kind of Panopticon. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You get like a 360 plan. view kind of yeah. view.
0: So I lived in there and our next door neighbors, like kitty corner to us was like a, no. they were like, they lived in the gray house, which was just what the whole community called them. Cause it was like a hundred people living in a little house. They, we assume they had like catacombs underneath where they were just like sleeping crypts (laughs) and they were all just, you know, at the time we thought they were like, I thought they were just weird, but they're like, no uh, crack, crack meth. It was a very troubled, a troubled family, but they were, they were sweet to the neighbors, but also committing, uh, you know, just egregious crimes constantly around town.
1: Sure. Which is, I mean, arguably the kind of criminal that you want.
0: Yeah. they were they were, they were good people, but terrible people. Like they were good to us, but anyway, there was there was a uh, two brothers that were twins, and they were both viciously drug addicted. One brother got clean, the other one was just spiraling off the deep end. And uh, you know, you always were kind of afraid of them. Like this one guy, we were you know we'd have him over. Like if we were doing a community barbecue, he would come over, and he was cool, but he would also you would hear him just screaming at night sometimes. So there was one night, uh, I woke up. It was probably two in the morning. I'm probably. I'm probably seven or eight years old and I'm upstairs and I open my eyes and I look out the window and this dude, the creepy guy that I'm talking about, face pressed against the glass, like, ah, like he's <laughs> ah, like moving like, ah. and I'm looking at him and I'm paralyzed with fear. I'm not saying I'm just staring and then he, he slinks and he's gone and I open my eyes again and it was one of those like, did I dream that or did this guy really do this? he he was like he had already left the neighborhood cuz like he would just come and go he disappeared like probably a f- couple weeks before this like he just didn't come back he died like we found out he died months later like i don't know when he died he might have this might have been a ghost but that he be... he was dead Whoa. like when this happened like i don't know when it happened but within like a 2 month period yeah. of him disappearing this story happened and he was dead for sure 2 months after that so, so, this might have just been his last hurrah, and like <laughs> I was just like a stop on the crazy train.
1: So okay, didn't you say this was on the third floor?
0: Uh, well, there was like a basement. There was a basement, so it was one one floor, and then my room.
1: Okay, so still too high for a face to be comfortably probably much Which, too high. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't like he was trying to break in or anything. Like there was plenty of ways you can break into that house. Like it was, if he did it, it was a lark. It was just a goof
1: just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Ooh, uh
0: but I still remember perfectly. He had his tongue out. Hands were just wide, like for shock value. Yeah. Eyes big. You know, <laughs> oh God. Just doing that for like three seconds. And I did like the
1: bury my face and then come
0: back out. Yeah. And he was gone.
1: That's unspeakably horrible. Yeah.
0: All right. So I don't know if that's a ghost story, but.
1: It's almost like you said, it's almost more comforting if, if it's a ghost. Yeah, right? It's definitely more comforting if it's a, It's more perplexing. Well, I fucking, it's insane no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like if he's just showing up to be like, gonna go fuck with that neighbor kid. Yeah. Mm. And boy, did he. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. <laughs> ah, dude, I like,
0: I remember I slept in my parents' room for like a couple weeks after that. Fucking fair. Never told them why, though. Because oh, I didn't want them to think I was a coward. I didn't want them to think that their boy had a weak spirit. So I just stayed in that, the dark. I was like, I don't want to walk all the way up there. You know,
1: That feels like a very you thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to think that I'm scared yeah, of no. the grown man in the window. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably should have told in retrospect.
1: That's it would have. I mean, at the very least, in hindsight, it would have be good to get a second data point. Oh, yeah. Oh, he died. You're like, well, it's a scarier story now. Yeah.
0: The more I think about it, the more it has to have just been a real thing that happened because there was no experiences like that in my life that would, you know, the the concept of psycho murderer crackhead wasn't even a meme in my brain. Like he was just neighbor guy that dad was shifty around.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. So that's your only like, that's the only potential ghosty experience, which is why you're thinking probably just a crackhead.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, there was like other, you know. TV turning on out of nowhere, light light bulb, like flicker, flicker off, and then you flip it and it's back on. But I don't know any of that. You know? Sure. I yeah, I'm not going huh. well, to church that up here. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. You don't want to besmirch yeah, I don't the halls want the integrity of booh-ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good one. It'll, it really gives you free range to be like, maybe ghost, yeah. maybe not. Just Because it
0: comes down to the timeline of it. He could have been dead, like, because he would come and go, but never for long periods. And it was, he was gone for probably like 10, like, I'm guesstimating here, but I know he was gone for probably like a week or two. Yeah. And then that experience, and then find out that he, you know, is long dead. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, personally, I would say ghost. Mm hmm. Just, it's so, it's so perplexing, though. I mean, if you're a, a live crackhead coming back, weird anyway, just to like climb. Up to spook a kid. That's already yeah. weird. But then to come the extra distance of From beyond the veil to spook a kid. Yeah. Equally weird.
0: Well the even the house we lived in was like a spooky house. It was like a hundred and something years old. Like it was built in like eighteen ninety nine in mm-hmm. Oakland. And the last guy that lived in it was like just like uh, insane when like my dad bought the house as just like an extreme fixer-upper type deal and uh the guy that lived in it just like refused to move out like after we after he sold it he just refused to leave
1: he was trying to get that sweet Hugh Hefner deal
0: yeah but they couldn't put their finger on what was wrong with the guy so my dad had to show up he showed up with a bat and made the guy leave and then when he left they were going like Cause he left like overnight, so he didn't even bring his shit with him. Like he left his dog behind, which troubling. But
1: do you think the guy in your window might have been that guy? <laughs> it might have been.
0: Well, because there was one thing that I remember my parents telling me the story, and it's it creeped me out for a long time knowing that this guy was here. He down in the basement just had like an old, like rain-soaked, moldy recliner facing the wall Ugh. that had a. He took spray paint and he made a big. Just a big box, and just wrote the big picture over and over again. So it's just it just said the big picture, and there was a chair facing it. So it was just like he was just sitting down there, <laughs> just staring at the big picture. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> Uh not technically a ghost story. Worse,
0: so much worse.
1: Yeah, right. So it, it was the fucking the Zodiac killer. Like it's the yeah, very well could have been. <laughs> uh. This is a gross generalization to be sure, but if you have a piece of furniture pointed at a wall, on which you have written an excerpt of your manifesto, Mm -hmm. trouble—just trouble across the board. Yeah. Do you have any other? Now I'm just interviewing about. I'm interviewing you about what I think is the most terrifying house (laughs) in the world.
0: (sighs) Was there anything else? I don't think so. I
1: mean, you know, just like regular kid shit. Parents cleared out all the dead cats before you yeah. could show up. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of the- Oh, well shit. I mean, it's not a ghost story or anything, but uh, when we were moving, there was like a big influx. Like when like the Chinese economy started, like they were trying to just pour their money in American real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like when we were trying to sell the house in Oakland, this was after my dad died and he died in the house. So they were, we were trying to sell the house. And, uh, you know, I'm skeptical of ghosts. Chinese, not so much. Less they, so. My, I can't even tell you how many times someone was like about to sign on the dotted line. And then, you know, my mom would mention that, you know, someone died in the house and they would all just fall through. So, I mean, it, it's funny because one person's <laughs> absolute nightmare is just like uh, just something I wish would have happened for my mom. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to be visited by my dad's ghost.
1: It'd be a. Dick move on the part of the ghost of your dad to like not show up for your mom. But then as soon as like Mr. And Mrs. Juan show up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a bigot too. So he would have given him a hard time
1: (laughs) for the, the chair in the basement. I like the idea that all you saw of it was a recliner with a spray paint. Like they cleared away all the cat corpses. Oh, they had to all of the used tampons, just like Mm. everything that was on the big picture wall yeah uh, I
0: definitely got like the PG version <laughs>
1: he just had a chair down there he just liked to just think about the future yeah. and he wanted to keep perspective clear out the dead cats yeah throw away the bags yeah all I want to do is joke, but there's
0: no reason for that to happen yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: just, just, <laughs> it's just just paint over it and spray it. it's all written in old yellow comedy. <laughs> we just spray paint over it to. <laughs>
1: I th- I think it's probably safe to say that all of the big picture was not written in paint. No. Like, uh, well, for for you know, allegedly not having a ghost story. Um Jesus Christ, that was horrifying. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: a ghoulish story if not a ghost story.
1: Oh, it's troubling on a on a series of levels. Mm-hmm. Um well, those were ghosts.
0: They sure um, were. I choose to believe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just a last moment of skepticism. Sure, if you like that kind of thing, they were ghosts. Yeah. Um, well, the the campfire is is burning low, and uh, it's it's probably time for us to put it out and and you know, deal with the smoke damage. Where can where can people find you? Oh, you
0: can find me at uh, you know comedy shows around Portland. I'll just be bopping around, and Fair I'm sure enough. to I'm sure to ruin your after hours drinks with coworkers at some point in the next year. We'll we'll cross paths.
1: Look for a tall, lanky Ryan Gosling esque type. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, any any Twitters, Instagrams, that kind of thing, social media? Nah, I don't like to do social media. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. do do that. Uh, it's a good career move on my part. Yeah, just keep it just keep it in the flesh. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at that Avalon on Instagram, and you can follow Boo Boo-ha-ha at Boo Ha Pod on Instagram and Twitter, where I will occasionally post spooky pictures of my adorable dog. Um, as always. Anyway. Good night. I'm just debating on whether or not we want to throw this in, or if we've got enough. Let's see how many which we've got. That's like an hour and a half, eh, with editing. It's um, you cool to do another like a ten-minute uh, ghost story? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one more here, just based on the fact that all of the ghost stories we've had up, up until now have been very lackluster. Yeah. Let's just say, ambig- you know, uh c- Questionable. Mm. Uh, but, and a lot of this stems from the fact that, uh, that I don't read these stories in advance. <laughs> uh. Um, so, uh, the we've one, we've really had a, a burden on us to, <laughs> to,
0: <laughs> to, to, you know, put a little English on these stories. <laughs> Really look for an angle.
1: We're trying. We're mm. trying so hard to elevate w- what is definitely subterranean. Yeah. Um, Half of the
0: stories have just been clearly like, you know. A drunk. Abuse.
1: Hobo molestation mm. in a battleship. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: just a bunch of stolen valor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hobos. <laughs> just
0: assaulting you. <laughs>
1: I have a purple heart. Yeah. <laughs> Move
0: aside for your veterans
1: that in mind one final bonus round from uh from what is probably the most most interesting of the of the stories that we picked out and then none of us chose right uh the calneva calneva yeah i feel like it should be n- nevada calneva caliver cuz you say nevada nevada yeah Cal yeah. calneva calneva isn't on the shore of Lake Tahoe and straddling the border between California and Nevada stands the count of a resort, spa and casino. In 1926, wealthy San Francisco real estate developer Robert Sherman convinced his business partners, Spencer Grant and Harry Comstock, to buy up all the land they could on the Nevada side of North Lake Tahoe, while land was selling between one and five dollars an acre. Jesus Christ. Good
0: Lord. What the fuck? Wasn't this still in, like, 1945? It was
1: 1926. That's an insane... Th- oh, I just wasn't even paying attention. You just said <laughs> <see> the date. <laughs> I was still thinking about Cal Nova. Yeah, well, it's it, it, the pronunciation is more compelling than the date, for yeah. sure. But even in 1926... Uh, that's,
0: that only f- inflates up to, like, $20. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's still, like, nothing.
1: God, this is, like... I we, there's, like, a f- potentially apocryphal family story about how my great-grandfather was... Given the opportunity to buy some shitty swampland out on the banks of the Columbia and meh, why the fuck would you buy anything there? It's swamp land. Mm-hmm. Eighty years later it's the airport. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Whoops. By the end of that year, the first Kalna uh, cabin was built. A log cabin structure designed to resemble a lodge in a Broadway play and nineteen twenty five silent film called Lightning. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's super rad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What what a weird claim to fame! It looks like the cabin from the movie.
0: Yeah, remember? Yeah, we rebuilt the house from jungle to jungle.
1: (laughs) 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 It's full of blow darts
0: with flies on it. Yeah, yeah, bunch of dead (laughs) pigeons. Did you see the French? They did like a French remake of that movie. Yeah, or maybe like the American version was a, a remake of the French one. I
1: think I think the French one came first, and I'm assuming that the French one was m- much more much, racist. Yeah. Oh yeah. They it's really all,
0: got. I don't remember the details, but I do know that the French are uh, a very bigoted people.
1: They're a bigoted people, and I'm assuming like sex tourism featured heavily <laughs> yeah. in the storyline. Yeah.
0: Let's <laughs> just say her the mom wasn't an anthropologist. <laughs> That's not her intention. It was more of a heart of darkness situation. <laughs>
1: We went up the river. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything more appropriate for a podcast than just the sound of subtle vaping? Uh, nope. (laughs) Oh, dude. Once gambling came to the Calnova, in 1928, the property's state-line status became a benefit for gambling. If county sheriffs were to raid the lake from either the California or Nevada side, guests would simply move to whichever side of the room was safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original Calnova burned to the ground in 1937 and was rebuilt in just over 30 days by Norman Blitz and Alder Larson, blah, 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 blah. We can skip just
0: over 30 days?
1: that's insane
0: that thing is like it's all like beautiful wood and everything
1: that's unions though back then oh yeah
0: you could get away with that shit with some like teamster money (laughs)
1: look we felled all this old growth from down by the lake yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) just
0: fucking arrowheads embedded in the floorboards and shit still
1: that's fine buff it out yeah the Calmer Resort Spa and Casino earned the nickname Lady of the Lake, weathering heavy snowfalls and remodeling of a succession of owners including serious gamblers with names like Pretty Boy, Bones, and Babyface. That, yeah.
0: Those that, are cool. That feels <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool
1: name. <laughs> yeah, solid commentary. Yeah. <laughs> now that's cool though. Yeah. Um during the Frank Sinatra ownership years of 1960 to 1963, along with his associates Wingy and Skinny, less cool names. Significantly.
0: It's yeah. funny how like, uh, what is it about like the progression of, of nicknames throughout the era? Because it's all like, in like the old timey things, it was just like, a chick was just called Gams. yes yeah. It's Gams.
1: It's a uh, synecdoche. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't think that's the that's the mechanism. Was it just that? Was were nicknames? Oh, you and... know,
0: it's just they're white. Oh, there you. Yeah, go. Yeah, that was before it was cool to appropriate actual like slick, slick nicknames. <laughs> that was just like your impulse. It's all dusty because he's covered in dust.
1: Old big hands, Jim. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just uh, just very surface level.
1: Strong knee, Bobby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at him lift. Yeah. Old limber Larry. <laughs> he can touch his toes. I heard.
1: I like the idea that, like, nickname thought technology was severely limited by, like, there was no metaphor. It was just like, well, well, Bob has a big foot. Yeah. So okay, Sinatra owns the place along with wingy and skinny who i'm picturing as a couple of like i don't know tex avery characters yeah basically
0: yeah spy versus spy just those two guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i
1: I was picturing them as being pointy as well uh sinatra built the now famous celebrity showroom and entertained celebrities from around the world history says dean martin sammy davis jr juliet prowse and marilyn monroe among others There's quotation marks saying for their suppers That seems
0: sexual in this it context it has to be right yeah saying for their su- she really sang for her supper yeah definitely <laughs> oh gross <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
1: uh, i just needed to hear it in a kind of a <laughs> yeah. 50s voice i'm like oh yeah no i mm-hmm. get it yeah it's gross Uh, They sang for their suppers in the celebrity showroom in the Indian room, while politicians and Hollywood stars played at the tables and in the private cottages overlooking Lake Tahoe. Um, It is also rumored that the site occupies a former Native American burial ground. And perhaps because of that, the complex is riddled with ghost stories. Yeah. Spooky. Marilyn Monroe officially died. That feels like editorializing. Officially died at her home in Helena Drive, Brentwood, L.A. from a drugs overdose.
0: It's like it's a very like U.K. way of doing. It. They call it like maths.
1: Yeah, died yeah. from a drugs overdose. Yeah. Bet too much like drugs. <laughs> Should have been doing her maths. Uh, the why pre- do they?
0: Why did they bring that up? Well. Oh, here we go. Is this a conspiracy? Did someone ship her back down to (laughs) L.A.? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Frank Sinatra fucking knocked her on the head with an ashtray, and then they sent her back to L.A. Uh. Um, So, no, she died uh, on August 5th, 1962, and the previous weekend she spent at her cabin in Kalnana. It is rumored that she actually had taken the fatal drug overdose there and was secretly spirited away to her home. Hmm. You were right. Wait. Spirited away to her home by using the secret underground tunnels and then flying her from a private airfield nearby whereupon she later passed away at her Brentwood home. Huh. So she's not dead yet, but they're like, get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just want to like give her some fluids? Yeah, like, just like
0: a seventeen year old on ecstasy at a bar. You <laughs> you just, just kind of boot around the corner. <laughs> yeah.
1: Go overheat in the alleyway. Yeah. The reason suggested for the secrecy was to avoid the negative publicity the resort would have endured if her death was recorded there, let alone alleged abuse of drugs. It was also suggested that the late president, John F. Kennedy, may have met her there for secret trysts while in office. Mm, that we did hear. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one's a known thing. But regardless, um, these stories add to the mystique and tragedy that has always trailed behind this repeatedly changed Here's a sentence. Okay. They add to the mystique and tragedy that has always trailed behind this repeatedly changed ownership resort. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's a Google Translate <laughs> sentence. <laughs> there's a there's a weird line break too. Like, this is uh the article just had a stroke. Repeatedly changed owners.
0: I feel like there should be just like hyphens between all of those words, and that kind of makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's an it's an ownership. For whom repeatedly changed ownership resort. Yeah. Nope. Still no. Uh, Today it it is alleged that both Sinatra and Monroe haunt the Kalanuma and both have been seen walking the lakeside together. It has also been rumored that Monroe has been heard singing and that she has been repeatedly seen swimming in the private pool.
0: Hmm. Wasn't she a bad singer? Yes. Couldn't that have
1: just been anyone then? (laughs) Just somebody in the shower. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, and then then the, the article ends with a video of Ghost Hunters. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, oh, wait, we, I think we could hear Marilyn Monroe singing.
2: As most
0: paranormal researchers know, you don't always hear the voices with your ears. A lot of times you have to go back over the recordings to hear it. And in this case, nobody heard this voice
1: that actually be the voice of a sad probably drunken marilyn
0: monroe? <laughs> 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 Just fucking great editorializing yeah could it have been a possibly drunk maybe post-coital <laughs> <laughs> marilyn monroe
1: if you play back the evp you can clearly hear presidential fluids dripping from her body <laughs> yeah so that's 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 the calvin however it's pronounced yeah calneva calneva ghosts calneva ghosts um um but yeah okay i think uh, i think that's that that sounds spooky
0: yeah i mean i figure famous people are more likely to leave ghosts behind cuz isn't it like the energy that you had in life you just like kind of leave an imprint that reverberates throughout time that that's, sort of thing
1: that's the that's the um the theory of ghost that sounds the most reasonable yeah like you get
0: murdered violently by your stepdad and just like you know that's a bummer and that kind of just like leaves like a, like a Hiroshima
1: shadow on the wall of of bad <laughs> that's the best way I've heard that described yeah. I mean if, if you had to if you had to come up with like plausible explanation for ghost just an echo of a thing that happened yeah you know, you know time gets a little bit thin some places you just see something it's like watching an old video maybe. Right. I'd believe that more than like there's a thing and it's see through but it's still Steve. Yeah. I mean I've always kind of I've I've uh
0: I've had truck with like the whole like it, a rough thing that happens at one period could just like reverberate backwards in the stuff. Yeah, I like not knowing about science because then you can make assumptions.
1: I, I think that that's and especially if we're talking about like quantum shit. No, nobody fucking knows. No. B- apologies to any quantum m- mechanics. That's a quantum mechanic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm a, just quantum. Like a tradesman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what? Yeah, uh, your universe here needs some new strings. Yeah. You gotta get some membranes uh, on yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Oh, your Van Allen belt is wearing out. <laughs> that was a stretch.
1: <laughs> uh, you got to replace that Van Allen belt, otherwise you're gonna get oort <laughs> <Yeah>. clouds. <laughs>
0: there we go. Uh,
1: but yeah, I like. There's there's a there's a pleasingness to that theory. Just the idea that, like, if you want to view the universe as some sort of you know kind of it's a, it's a program that gets run, and there's sort of rules that govern the way things work. Occasionally, something would probably glitch out, and there would be. You know, just a, a, a repeated moment or something. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, like, there's... The arrow of time is like a... You know, what do they say? That's an illusion? Yeah. So things can go forwards and backwards.
1: Yeah. Or, like, just a series of, like, stacked moments that we're yeah. just experiencing linearly. I like I like that. I don't necessarily understand yeah. anything deeper than just the pop science version of it. Yeah. But... Yeah.
0: Well, is not like a hind, like a. I feel like I've heard something like it's like a Hindu idea that like you know karma doesn't necessarily go linearly, like you can pay for something in the past that was done in the future. Sure. So, like a like Roman Polanski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the universe knew that uh, that he was, you know, that he would commit that horrible crime. <laughs> In the f- at one age and retro like in the past, p- <laughs> brought Charles Manson to pay for his future sins. That's like Terminator, kind of, you know.
1: If that's not a bit that you're running, <laughs> it needs to be. <laughs> well, that can happen. <laughs> that's the fucking best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, the idea. <laughs> Fucking Tate died because years later. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Any whoozle.